that's real. And I, I, if I didn't like the Peloton, why, I, I wouldn't use it. I think that is so huge is finding something that you like to do because that's what's going to hook you and keep you doing it. Hey, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Fullerton. I'm a certified personal trainer, a registered nurse, and I am passionate about teaching people how to fit fitness into their busy lives. Bad crash diets, gimmicky fitness trends, and over-restriction are not welcome here. Instead, I am focused on helping you build fitness habits that are sustainable, realistic, and enjoyable. I want to help you take the next step towards your fitness goals. So let's get into it. Hey there, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. Today we have another listener interview for you. I am just falling in love with this series. I really enjoy listener interviews. Today I have Haley Tufts on the podcast with me. We talk a lot about fitting fitness into your life in a way that works for you. We talk about Peloton. We talk about CrossFit. We talk about finding something you enjoy This is a great episode. I hope you enjoy it. If you're interested in being part of this listener interview series, if you're on a fitness journey, I would like to hear from you. So please reach out. You can DM me on Instagram, message me on Facebook, or just send me an email to podcast at nextstepfitness.com. Enjoy the interview today with Haley. All right, we have Haley Tufts here. Haley, welcome to the Next Step Fitness podcast. I'm so excited to get a chance to chat with you a little bit today. I'm so excited to chat with you. So the purpose of this uh, episode series is to chat a little bit about fitting fitness and balanced nutrition into your life in a way that works for you. So everybody's got a unique situation. Everybody's got different stuff going on. So why don't you kick us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and what a typical day looks like for you? Sure. I'd love to do that. So um, as Sarah said, I'm Haley. Um, Sarah and I have been friends a long time now. (laughs) Uh, I'm a mom to two boys that are about the same ages as Sarah's boys, which is pretty cool. I'm a nurse. Labor and delivery currently is my specialty. Um, I'm per diem. So my schedule is a little more free than it used to be. But a typical day is like getting the kids to school. And then um, I work three to 11 primarily. So I'll like usually get my fitness in after I get the kids to school and then kind of carry on with my day, whatever that sort of like looks like, I guess. So as a nurse and um, for the listeners that don't know, I'm also trained as a registered nurse as well. Um, You're on your feet all the time. You are going, going, going. And especially I'm sure on a busy labor and delivery floor, you are going and going. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, there are some days that it's like, I come into a, a mom that's in active labor and like I'm in a room for eight hours. And that's not sitting. That's, that's pretty busy. So, um, or like the other day I had a, you know, first time mom and we pushed for two hours together, you know, unfortunately ended up with a C-section, but everything was fine. Yeah. So it just, you know, it can be very like physical. So it's, you know, like, yeah, like you said, physically demanding at times, um, for your job. So having, uh, an additional, uh, fitness routine at home, maybe can sometimes feel a little bit overwhelming because it's like you're at work, you're active all the time. And then when you get home, it's like, oh, I don't know if I can really integrate even more fitness into into that, especially if you're working, um, you know, four or five days a week. You, like you said, you're working a part-time shift now, so you have a little bit more time, but that wasn't always the case. You know, you had a full-time job as a nurse before that, and you were right. still fitting fitness um, right. at home on top of that, which is great. So 
your current uh, fitness routine as it stands now, what does that look like for you? I love my Peloton bike. Oh, <laughs> I ride my Pel- great. I love it. Um, I ride my Peloton bike at least three times a week. I am trying to fit in at least one to two like strength sections, even if they're just like a 10 minute arms, just to get some of that like resistance training in. But primarily it's the Peloton. I used to CrossFit. I CrossFitted for like six years, um, but I just find my knees don't like that high impact stuff anymore. So I just can't do it. What is it about the Peloton that you enjoy? Um, I love that. I feel like I get a really good sweat and workout in. I know my heart rate is getting up. Um, I know I can do it in 20 minutes. It's like a set time. I sign into a class and like, I don't have to think about it. I just do what they tell me to do. That's what I love about it. I really do think that it's nice to so many people and myself included, I'll put myself in this category, uses fitness and workouts as kind of a restorative time. It's like your me time, your self-care, however you want to phrase it. So not having to think as much, either having a workout already curated for you or having it set up so you know exactly what to do, kind of relieve some of the pressure of actually all I have to do is show up. So does that, is that kind of similar to how you feel? A hundred percent. And like, I don't have to like go gathering all my equipment or whatever. I mean, like I have a full gym in my garage. I have so much stuff that I could use, but it's just, even though it's in my garage, it's like almost still inconvenient. So having the um, equipment, I'm assuming that the bike is in your home. Oh yeah. So having it easily accessible and readily available kind of helps. Uh, I talked to another, um, listener interview and we talked about removing barriers and removing mm-hmm. the barriers to you know making the the decision to get the workout in as easy as possible. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm hearing you say. Even though you have equipment available in your garage, it's even easier to just hop on the bike because it's right there. Right. And especially this time of year, we're in New England, it's cold. My stuff outside is cold, like the barbells, the dumbbells are freezing. So like this time of year, it's like I don't even want to go outside to the garage to lift weights like I used to. Um, So yes, having it like literally right in my house, I come down my stairs, I walk through my kitchen. It's like right there. It it just makes it so much easier. So talk to me a little bit about your motivations to fit that fitness in. Why is it important to you? What um, is your motivation currently for maintaining this routine? Um, it makes me feel really good, which, which is a driving factor, like knowing that it makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I have more energy to do the things that I want to do around the house. Um, so that's like a big motivation. The other thing is we have heart disease in my family. We lost my dad in April, presumably to a heart condition, but he had other heart issues on top of that. And so just trying to control what I can control in that way also is super important to me. I really like that statement of controlling what you can, because we can't control everything and we can't Mm -hmm. predict the future, but there are certain things that we can do and certain habits that we can adopt. The, the term I like to use is we can stack the deck in our favor. You know, there's mm-hmm. no way to know for sure. There's no guarantees. But yeah, there's ways that we can care for our body in a way that feels good, like you said. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of helps. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, makes a huge difference. Mm. So what's been your favorite part of your experience so far? 
Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Favorite part of my experience in what way? Like um, narrow it down. Maybe, maybe let me rephrase it and say, what's something that surprised you about um, adopting fitness and having fitness be a regular part of your habits? Maybe you're, you're surprised um, by how much you're enjoying it or surprised. By- I think part of it is like surprised how much I enjoy it. Um, I know when I like really first started my true fitness journey, like way many years ago with CrossFit, I was so surprised about how getting stronger and performance actually became more important to me than like aesthetics. Um that's sort of gone that's changed after having kids and like things like that. Um, so now it's sort of like aesthetic driven to a point, but, um, I think realizing like performance and, and being strong is like way cooler. I love that. I love that. I think that it's great to have both, you know, Mm. it's great to be thinking about it both ways because there's nothing wrong with either one, you know, having Mm -hmm. aesthetic goals is great. Having performance goals is great. Having both is even better. So Yeah. And I think a lot, especially women, go into a fitness journey for aesthetic reasons. I mean, I mean, that's sort of what our culture has taught us is what's important, unfortunately. Um, but I think looking at the even now, the diversity of the fitness industry is starting to change that and realizing like you can still be strong AF and like um perform really well, but not be a Fitzbo, quote unquote, is really cool. That doesn't have one package, so to speak. Mm -hmm. There's not one body type that displays that. There's lots of different ways to display strength, both physically and otherwise, you know? Mm -hmm. Very cool. So let's talk about, let's flip the coin and talk about struggles because, and I actually just recorded a podcast routine about mindset and about having a, um, a healthy mindset when it comes to maintaining your fitness routine long-term. And we all have it in our mind, especially when we start, that everything's going to go right and there's never going to be any problems and there's never going to be a schedule change, but that's just not real life. So what has been a struggle for you when it's com- when it comes to maintaining your routine? And then have you been able to figure out ways to kind of overcome that? Um, a big struggle for me when it comes to like fitness routine is like, if like I have a plan in my head for like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to get the kids to school, blah, blah, blah. That's my plan for the day. And something comes up is sometimes it's hard for me to figure out, okay, then where am I going to fit my fitness in? Or I pick up an extra shift at work or they like call me. It's like, okay, well then I guess fitness is not going to get fit in this particular day, even though I thought it was going to, I think something that has helped me is giving myself grace and saying, okay, it's not happening today. That's fine. Instead of getting frustrated, I just say, I'll do it tomorrow. That's so great. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people get into a problem where, and I, and I call it like the all or nothing approach. Like, well, Mm -hmm. if I can't do it today, then I'm just going to, I'm just going to give up because obviously I failed today. So, and that is like a snowball effect. So it's, it's very difficult to get out of that sometimes. And I love what you said about, I give myself grace, you know, and allow yourself to be like, you know what, it's, it's okay. You know, I'll just keep going. I'll get it. I'll get it in as soon as I can, 
You know, mm-hmm. that's the key that I think a lot of people are missing is that that's okay. That's a completely acceptable attitude to have. It's not going to happen today. That's okay. When am I going to do it? When am I going to, you know, let's talk yeah. about, can I do it tomorrow? Can I do it the next day? And that kind of stuff. So I think that that's fantastic. I mean, I definitely had an all or nothing mentality for a long time and then would get frustrated if I couldn't meet my plan, goals, whatever you want to call them. But it's, and it's taken me a long time to like figure this out. It just doesn't serve my me or anybody to like be so rigid. Can you talk a little bit about what changed? Do you know what changed to kind of help you move past that? You know what? I don't know. A lot of self-work, <laughs> self-reflection, a lot of realizing like, okay, it's not a, a sprint. This is like, this is going to be like a long-term thing. And to kind of enjoy the the process and what I'm doing instead of being so like it's got to get done and make it instead of making it like a task I don't know I don't know how to explain it no I think that 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 makes a lot of sense and I think that that could kind of harken back to what we were discussing earlier about the different types of goals you have and having aesthetic goals versus performance goals and like I said both are valid and both are important and you can choose whatever goal feels best for you. But I think having performance-based goals helps you kind of be a more active participant in the journey, so to speak. Um, And focusing on that on top of aesthetics, because aesthetics is very subjective. And it in many cases can have no endpoint, you know, so you never really know if you've ever even gotten there. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. having performance goals gets you a little bit more, like I said, active in terms of, okay, I'm just going to enjoy the journey because every day is part of the process. Right. You know? So let's talk about uh, beginner Haley. And, you know, <laughs> we're going to hop in the time machine. We're going to go back in time and we're going to talk to Haley who has no experience with regular fitness and is just getting started. So knowing what you know now, what would you say to her? Um a long ride. (laughs) It's a long ride. Um, I would say that I'm grateful I jumped in to CrossFit, even though I was nervous to do that at the very beginning, because it's very intimidating. I mean, these athletes are very intimidating. They're amazing. Um, But that laid a really good foundation. And I think what I would say is that it's up and down and life there are seasons to life and that's okay. Awesome. I think that that is, you know, I, it just frustrates me sometimes that so many people are, it's like black or white, you know, I'm either like hustle mode hundred percent or I'm not doing anything. And there's, there's very little conversation about the gray. And I think that's where 90% of life occurs is in the gray. And so thinking about it in in that way, and there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs, but it's all forward progress, you Mm -hmm. know, is, is really important to, for anybody at any stage of whatever journey they're on, fitness or otherwise, that's just part of it. So you are mom, you've got two boys at home, you've Mm -hmm. got a busy house, husband Mm -hmm. and family. What has been kind of a tip or trick that you have incorporated either into your weekly routine or into 
your your family dynamic that has helped you in terms of maintaining your fitness or maintaining um, your nutrition? Um, communication with the other parents in the house is so huge. Um, Chris has been always, always hundred percent supportive, regardless of whatever it is that we're talking about, but me being able to say to him, I'm getting on the bike right now, or I'm doing this right now. And him saying, okay. And me saying, okay, can you get the kids' lunches together or whatever has been like really huge, especially on the weekend. Cause we're all home. And I say, okay, I'm taking my time to do this. So I think communication with the other adult in the house, communication with the kids, if they're home, I say, mommy's getting on the bike. If Chris is working and I'm on the bike, I say, go ask dad. And he usually is like really good about that. Unless obviously he's on an important phone call. So like that is huge. I think making sure I take the time for myself is also a big tip because I think as moms, we don't, (laughs) we worry about everybody else and not ourselves first, but we really have to think about ourselves at least sort of high on that totem pole. So that's big. I think those are my, my biggest tips. Yeah. Is that difficult to do? Set aside time for yourself? It was for a long time. Um, I think now that the kids are older, they're six and nine, it's not as difficult. I feel less guilty. And I feel like I, they're, they can, they're sort of self-sufficient. So it's easier now for sure. But when they were small, it was not easy. Well, with age comes perspective, right? So well, yeah. they're a little bit older now and can see. And I and I say this a lot to everybody that I work with that is a parent in some capacity is that they, you know, speaking to your children and like you said, communicating these things, especially when we're talking about fitness and health topics is good in both ways because it communicates like, okay, the, my, mom or dad needs time for themselves too. And taking time is important. And then it also displays to them, okay, fitness is important. You know, Mm -hmm. mom's making time to do this. And they see that. And you are modeling to them that, okay, she is specifically taking time out of her day, many days a week, week after week to do this. So this must be important. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a passive, passive influence, I guess, maybe would be a way to say that you don't even have to tell them because they're you're modeling it and you're and you're showing them. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I wish I wish my kids were a little more active. <laughs> it's hard up here in New England in the winter though. It really is because the weather just does impede a lot. And we're not snow bunny people. We don't love the snow, so it's not like we're out skiing and stuff like that. So, um I think hopefully them knowing and seeing that Chris and I both use the Peloton and try to take care of ourselves will help in the future for them. The adults are making it a priority in the household, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's kind of uh, an extra benefit. What you, like, I want to circle back to what we talked about in the very beginning. And you said, you know, in the winter, it's very difficult to get outside and the temperature and all that, what you just said. And so what we opened the conversation with initially was I'm figuring out a way to make it work for me. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going outside. It's not like you're outside jogging or doing all that stuff. If you don't want to be outside, how can I figure out a routine that works for me? And that's what mm-hmm. you've done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. Yeah. I'm like, I love my Peloton. Everybody who asks, I'm like, get a Peloton. It's the best. <laughs> 
and that's the key, that's the key too is figuring out what works for you because it's not 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 everything is for everyone you right. know there's limitless amounts of ways to be active you don't have to do one specific thing and you know i've known you for many years and over the course of those many years you've tried many different things and some things worked for you at that current moment in your life like you said when you started crossfit it was really good for you at at that point in your life. Mm -hmm. But it's okay as you grow and evolve and change, as your schedules change, as your needs change, to adapt as needed and try different things. There's lots of different ways to move your body in a way that is fun. You just have to figure out the fun one. A lot of people give oh, up before huge. they find the one that's that's really fun for them. That's real and I I if I didn't like the Peloton, why I, I wouldn't use it. I think that is so huge is finding something that you like to do because that's what's going to hook you and keep you doing it. Exactly. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, Haley, it's been an absolute treat chatting with you. I know that the stories that you've shared are going to help people. I love doing these kind of listener interviews because we can all learn from each other and sharing knowledge and sharing our stories is powerful. And we're all just doing the best we can you know, sometimes making it up as we go, but, um, yeah, a lot of times, <laughs> but I appreciate you, sh your sharing. I appreciate, uh, you taking the time to speak with me. Um, is there anything else that you would like to say, uh, to the listeners, uh, before we wrap up, maybe again, thinking about someone listening right now that is contemplating, uh, starting, what would you say to them? And something you like to do. Even if it's just walking around the block, just just do it because even those little steps are going to snowball, talking about snow again, um, into you wanting to do more and then more sustainable habits. I think that's really it. Finding what you want to do and continuing. Fantastic, Haley. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And um, maybe we could do this again another time. That would be great. I would love to. All right. Thank you. Okay. So that was the interview with Haley. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I really liked how she described how different types of fitness served her at different periods of her life. When she started out with CrossFit and now continuing on utilizing Peloton, I really think that that hammers home the fact that not every fitness modality or type of fitness will work for everybody. And just because something works for you now doesn't mean you can't ever change your mind. Always stay flexible, get curious, explore new things. You might find something that you really, really love that you've never even tried before. So I hope you guys have a great week. Again, if you are interested in participating in this listener interview series, reach out to me on Facebook or send me an email, podcast at nextstepfitness.com. I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you subscribe. Ready to take the next step? Consider writing a review or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would love to hear from you. If you have any fitness or nutrition related questions, please send them to podcast at nextstepfitness.com. Remember, the next has no E. It's nxtstepfitness.com. You can find me on Instagram at Sarah C. Fullerton and on Facebook at Coach Sarah with Next Step Fitness. Remember to check out my website, nextstepfitness.com. There you can find the show notes for this episode, information on my one-on-one -on -one coaching programs, and additional bonus content. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode. 
Until then, remember, just focus on taking the next step because that's what will lead to lasting success. Talk to you soon.